Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Hi, I'm Chris Graham. Hello, I'm Aaron Cook. And I'm Todd Novak. Uh, Chris, our our good buddy, came in to uh, fill us in a little bit uh, this week. What do you mean by fill us in? Well, we got two knobs out. Two of our standard knobs out, so we got a special our special teams knob that we <laughs> mm-hmm. that we uh, call in and turn uh, up for special teams knob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, Chris, stoked to have you back. Um, Glad to be here. We had previously previously on damages. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was we and we got it. Um, we had your dual podcast uh earlier on and uh that was that was really great so we were anxious to have you back um what is going on in the man i i'm so bummed the other two knobs aren't here well we just got a soldier yeah we'll get through it yeah it'll be fun yeah we'll have some clarity we might have more fun we might we're gonna have double the fun yeah triple the fun that's getting weird Aaron, what's going on with you, buddy? You know, holidays really kind of get in the way of, of things. So um, the the most that I have the report is actually last night I picked up my acoustic and um, was just trying to, I don't know, just get some uh, chord progressions that I can maybe build upon and turn into a, a new song idea. But... You know, just some days you just don't have it. The, mm-hmm. the proverbial it. Yeah, man. Yesterday was one of those days. That's a sad day for you. Well, you know, it's. I I want to. I'm always curious. Like I I swear to God that if I'm trying to write at night, it's not going to happen because it's like I'm already just wiped out from work, being a dad. You know, and then it's just like and then I have a little bit of me time, and it's like I got nothing left. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is quit my job. Sweet. Run away from home. Mm-hmm. And take... Um, be a pimp. Well, no. Be a hobo? <laughs> yeah, a hobo is more okay. like it. Uh, take a guitar with me and maybe a laptop mm. and an interface and... <laughs> that sounds like an awful I'm going to write... write pull a bonnie there. Write a full album, record it, all across America, and then as soon as I'm done writing, I'll just go back home. I and then try and find a new job. Yeah, perhaps another family. That would be extra weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that your real family would appreciate that very much. Well, they prob- probably would be really mad at me for leaving in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you need to rethink this plan. Well, yeah, it was just like a first pass at a plan. Okay. So I'm going to, that's a, that's a bad first pass, brother. I know. I know. The other thing is I could just like start waking up at four thirty on a regular basis in the morning. Yeah. Just have not, not in the afternoon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That'd be a good problem to have. You wouldn't have to quit your job. Right? Yeah, if, uh, I think uh, they'd, <laughs> they'd do that for you. Yeah. Um, no, you actually bring up a really interesting point. Um, I, I think, I had to 
I had to struggle to, to figure out when to, when to play or when to write, when to practice. Um, it took a while to get it down, but I have to do it late at night. That's the only time that I actually can do it. Um, fortunately, I'm a bit of a night owl, but because I've mentally put that in my head, I'm like, no, you're, you're not going to just go crash on the couch and, you know, watch your watch, you know, Premier League soccer um, all night long. Not that I do that, but maybe I do. Um, but mentally, it's like, no, out of the shower, creative time. Which is not easy to do unless you kind of make it. It's just like anything. If you're Wait, gonna, you shower at night? Every morning and every night, man. I'm a clean MF. You shower twice a day? You better believe it. I, I say good for you. Well, yeah. I can't go to bed with a day's dirt on me. That's awful. <laughs> Grind. And I don't want to go to work with a night's dirt on me. Do you have one of those fancy infinite water heaters? It's like <laughs> yeah, a, the on, it's the like on I demand. need one. Tankless? I need one. Right. Yeah. I almost got one. A I know, me too. Ago. As soon as this one goes out, that's what I'm getting for sure. You can take a shower all day long. I know. And never run out of hot water. I know. That could be the best uh, writer's block solution I, ever. My best Truth. thinking, I, I can't tell you how many times. I mean, I keep my phone in the bathroom now. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not even joking because I'll be in the shower and boom. It's just like out of nowhere. You get like, oh my gosh, I just, there was, there was two verses in a course. Yeah, exactly. Just came out of my mouth yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. The shower. And you grab it and you jot it down. Yeah, this is, for me, I'm I'm the exact same way. But there's also this other period where it's like hyper creative, and that's l- right before I'm about to fall asleep. Yeah, does that happen to anyone that, else? Just because you, you think you're being hyper creative, that's your mind going into REM and you not going along with it. <laughs> <laughs> Many no. times that happened to me. I've been like, this is the best damn song I've ever heard of and yeah. slash thought of, but I never remember it. Yeah, ever. Yeah. So yeah, man, I, I I I keep the phone close by now, and um, let's go into business making waterproof guitars waterproof. for the shower. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you could. They have a little rope to like hang it on the shower head and mm. stuff. Yeah, guitar on a rope. <laughs> I think that's another bad first idea. <laughs> um, what would that sound like when it, if you like r- turned around and the jet hit the guitar? Oh, it would electric, be shocking. That it, would be for sure. It might be. It could be. But it, but uh, I can understand where you're saying like this the pitter patter of water on the back of an acoustic actually might sound really cool. It might sound awful. I'm not sure. Yeah. Wouldn't last sounds like a long. viral YouTube video at the least. Yeah. Hmm. So, anyways, depends on who's in it, though. I guess I won't be making that video. <laughs> yeah, no. that is true. I guess. Yeah. Um, you'd pull a never nude on there. With, you know, yeah. To, with, like Tobias. So, uh, but the second part of that, getting back to your issue yeah. of not being on, that is incredibly. Demoralizing. Oh my gosh, man! That just takes the 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 wind right out of you. From a you know, like yeah, I'm gonna plug in, I'm gonna yeah. get some play, and then whatever happens that causes you not to like move forward. What what I always end up doing is is falling back and going like, well, I'm gonna play something that I'm that I'm used to or, yep. or, or that that's familiar, and then it's just it feels def- it feels defeated, right? 
but yeah, because I mean, it still sounds cool and everything. You've, you've done it before, and you're like, why can't I do it right now? Yeah, I've done this before. There's a pill for that. Um, so <laughs> what? So yeah, you got to figure out a way to get out of that jam, Chris. How do you deal with that? Um, also, we'd love to hear from how, how you knobs out there want to. Uh, can how you guys handle that too? Indeed. Um, I handle that by not writing <laughs> or by doing it like my my youngest, my four-month-old, loves it when I sing to her. So I've been writing while I sing to her, I'd like put her down for a nap or something like that. And that's yeah. been, it's been nice. Hmm. Uh, something else that uh, if I experience that more, like more than one time, like maybe three times in a row, I will just completely just say, you know what? And take a break for a couple, like maybe two or three weeks even. Yeah. And, and just not, instead of trying to force it and continuously like, you know, feel like I'm failing or feel like, ah, oh, I'm not, I'm, you know, it's so easy to let mental doubt creep in. Um, if you're trying to do, if you're, if you're working on original stuff or you're trying to, uh, get better at a technique or, you know, learn, uh, certain aspects of playing, um, if you're practicing, you know, I think that if you're practicing material that, you know, that's a good way to feel like you're being productive and you're, you're still learning mm-hmm. muscle memory and, yep. and little techniques and all that stuff, but it's not like out and out a straight line, like, boom, I'm learning or boom, I'm creating, um, you know, you're still playing, which is cool. So I find it helpful when I limit myself. So I'm fascinated by the idea that like the Beatles, for most of their, um, for all their early stuff, only had four tracks to work with, so they, there were not infinite possibilities, um, at least in the studio. And so sometimes when I'm playing on a guitar, trying to write, I'll say, All right, "I'm going to capo on fret five. I'm just going to make it work." Hmm. Or I'm, uh, this song will start with a minor chord, and just kind of go from there and and make myself stick there. Or on the when I write on the piano. I'm not good enough to play in anything but the key of C. So you write that on your piano. That's hardcore, dude. Sometimes, but I don't, I like can only with, play the white keys. Like with a Sharpie. With a Sharpie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when I write on my piano. The piano is just filled with like <clears throat> self doubt sayings. <laughs> <laughs> You're not good enough. White piano. That's interesting. That's I mean, one of the things too, that might be limiting me is like over the last number of months, I've been really, um, trying to get more into writing modally. So that becomes a little bit of a different challenge because I, I I, don't know necessarily which sound I'm going for. Sometimes I want it to be happy and I want it to be some sort of major type of mode. Sometimes I want it sad, but I, you know, it's like, again, it's just like finding the right mode for the, the, the mood, hmm. the, the current mood. So a little bit of a challenge. Hmm. Are you mostly writing stuff on guitar or yes. bass? Guitar. Which is interesting because you're... Would you, would you say you're 50-50? Half, half bass, half guitar? I don't know. Anymore, I don't know. I mean, you know, for the first 10 years of uh, my music career, I was pretty much all bass. I was playing guitar, but... Mm-hmm. 
just on for fun but the bands i was in i was always a bass player um and then i'm just thought hey i'll be a guitar guy so yeah i don't know i feel somewhat equally comfortable on both at this point Interesting. Do you ever but, try to write via bass? That, that you got. I've me. actually been starting to do that a little bit. Back which to, is really interesting. Back to basics. Oh man! <laughs> Oof. I love the boom, pun. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that yeah, is. that's that's an interesting thought. Yeah, should do that. I'll, I'll try that. Yeah, I that that is one thing. Like if I start to get in a rut of wow, I, everything I'm doing sounds like. You know, very similar. I'm a rhythm guy. So most of my stuff usually is coming out pretty full sounding, I guess. Um, tons of bar chords and, and um, you know, filling filling the space a little bit. Um, but if I feel like it's starting to f- sound, you know, sound too much or too heavy chordy, then... I will actually switch up to bass and try to write from there hmm. because a lot of times if I'm just by myself and I'm playing and I'm, and I get heavy on the bar chords, you start to fill in things, right. Um, to, to, to fill that actual space. Uh, if you're starting in with the bass, you're not trying to fill the sound as yeah, much right. as put in layers yep. so if you start with that bass and then come in with the guitar that guitar probably isn't going to be big thick chords you're going to get a, a, a little bit more selective with what you're doing so that that's something that i try to do anyways the other thing i've been wanting to do just to give it a, a whirl is actually programming some drum beats that i that strike my fancy hmm and then just kind of going from there. I mean, because, you know, there's things that can happen from there. You know, there's certain. No, that's a syncop- great idea. Syncopated man. beats every now and again. You know, it's just like there, there's some kind of rhythm, rhythm, rhythm change that can happen that jars something loose up in the uh, the cranial region. Yeah. You know, that's cool, man. So I don't know. It sucks to be me right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a stretch. Chris, what's going on with you, buddy? Um, not a ton. I've been uh like I was telling you guys earlier, uh my grandpa inherited me when I was 14 years old a Fisher 400 tube receiver uh with 30 watts per channel of tube amplification. It's a hi-fi set, and I've been listening to just tons of music lately. I've been using Tidal um cuz it's uh, subscribe to the lossless thing so there's no mp3s it's yeah. all cd quality at least and uh it's been wild me and my wife have just been spending a lot of time listening to music because this tube amp sounds astronomically better than any other commercially available amp i've heard other you know that's not some kind of weird boutique thingy but what cut, what are what speakers are you? How are you, how are you doing um, that? We've been using Bowers and Wilkins um, CDM ones. They are uh, a very very nice pair of smaller speakers from the nineties. Um, they're delightful. They're oh, so they're vintage. Ish. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> they're British. So 
Vintage. Yeah, yeah I was, I'm trying to mash those oh, two man. together. British. Brit- You're doing what I'm like. I, I get accused of that an awful lot. And now I know, now I know what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, it's been awesome. We've been listening to. What was the first thing you played? You're um, like, oh man, I got this incredible hi fi system. Like, what's the first thing? Well, for me, it's um, always. Um, um, Dave Brubeck's Take Five. Oh, I love that oh, song. Man. Love man. that song. I got a great story. Do it. <clears throat> I have got a great Dave. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it's God. not often. I'm going to try not to laugh because my chest is There's still no guitars in that song either. That's kind of no, yeah. there, there is no, so, <laughs> like, tiny tangent away from that. Um, but uh, I was with a friend uh, in Minnesota and Minneapolis at the Dakota Club. And uh, which is like super premier jazz club. Yeah, it sounds swanky. Yes, it was great, man. And this guy, amazing dude. Um, his thing is he's got the center table front stage, like he bought it. Okay, no joke. Hmm. That's his table. And he knew that I, you know, he's like, hey man, you got to come down a little bit. I was like, cool. We went to see a show. Before the show starts, uh, the announcer gets up and he says. You guys, and this is all like member. This is like people bought their tables and like they've been coming for years, and so it's like regulars. And he's he can hardly even talk. He's like, I mean, he's like shaking. He's like, I I don't even know how to tell you this. And I'm going, this is going to be bad. Somebody died. Something happened. And he says, on this stage next week, surprise performance by Dave Brubeck, and like gasp. And it could be right because, like, <laughs> he's like uh, he's like the last master, right? Yeah. Well, was was yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I think he was ninety two or ninety three at the time. Yeah. Um, and so he Rob looks at me. He says, like, he just gives me a nod. I'm like, we nod back. Of course, I'm going to be here. So a week later, we're I'm front and center. I am an arm's reach away from wow. Dave Brubeck. And they, he's playing their whole set. And I was just like, it's like, what is this actually happening? Right. And the guy's amazing. And he's that old. He's like this, the, you're hearing history like right in front of you. Yeah. I mean, that was really incredible. And at one point he, uh, they, they, they finish up a song and he, he just starts going, right. he starts just jamming and like the other guys are looking at him and they know, Oh, he's jamming. We're going to have to jam with him. So this is totally like he's just starting making up a song. And and he's going and he keeps looking up the guys like, you know, you, you feel where I'm going? And then Dave Brubeck in 92 basically like goads him into playing like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> and and like crowd starts, you know, getting into it. And then pretty soon. The drums kick in. Oh, man, it was fantastic, right? Wow, so I'm like, Dave Brubeck just made up a song right in front of my face. That's awesome. Now, you might consider this part awesome or stupid. I'm not really sure. I'm pretty sure that everybody in the club thought it was stupid. But I, my eyeballs are swimming, all right? It's towards the end of the show. I can't take I I, I have to go to the bathroom. We're in, I'm in the front of this. I start to get up, and Rob grabs my arm, and he's like, 
you, you can't go now. Like, you know what's coming. I'm like, um, I know what's coming. I can't. I'm This is going to be a problem real quick. So I get up and I'm, everybody's looking at me like, what, what kind of an idiot are you? You know what's going to. It's like if you know that, that Jimmy Page is grabbing the double neck guitar, you sit your butt down because <laughs> you know what's coming. I get up. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Go back. The minute I turn the corner. Take five kicks in. And I'm just like, God, no. Oh, I'm man. in but But here's the thing. I'm in the bathroom, all right? And you know when you're in the bathroom and they're piping in the music? Yeah. It was take five. And I'm like, I'm in the bathroom listening to take five being piped through a speaker system. On the other side of the wall is Dave Brubeck playing take five. Huh. This is pretty special, actually. Huh. I, you know, was out of there in time to catch the rest of the set. Was it urethral? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. That was... I thought you were going to give me oh, like a take, like a number two or I something tried. like that. Oh, Anyways, man. it was really Anyways, awesome. I came sorry, back guys. and made it in time for the... I'm only a special t- guest. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah. About two-thirds of the song, but man, that was incredible. Hmm. That was... You don't get too many opportunities no to, way. To, to have that happen. I mean, he was sitting right where I, I just... That's insane. Yeah, and then he passed away a couple of weeks after that. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Anyhow, I think it was a couple of weeks. might have been a couple of months, but not soon thereafter. Huh. Anyways, wow, that was a tangent. Sorry, that wasn't guitar, but it was music, and music is important in whatever form it is. We should have sent homework. If you've never listened to Dave Brubeck's Take 5, you yeah. should. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, let's get back to guitars and junk. Okay. So, me. Hey, hey. Hey, Todd. Yeah? <laughs> What's been going on in your world? Oh, let me tell you, man. All right, please do. Okay, so uh, I've got a Sheraton 2, which I love. It is it is blingy and obnoxious and big-bodied, and I love it. Um, and uh, What color? It's a burst. So it's a is it tobacco burst. Uh, I guess it's a... Yeah, it's tobacco burst. Okay. Um, I think they just call it a burst. But let's let's yeah. just go with burst. It's just burst. It's got you know. It's got all the bells and whistles. It's got the binding on up the neck, around the headstock, gold hardware. Got the tulip inlay on the, the Art Deco the, tuners. Oh man, it's amazing. Um, no, hmm. no, it's got it's got gold Grovers on it. Okay, cool. And uh, um, it just it's, I just I love playing it, um, but. There is this if you like if you put a paper clip on top of a of a speaker cabinet and then start playing some heavy bass. Oh yeah. The subtle like high pitch rattle like and I was like son of a bitch, what is this thing? Can I think yeah, we might have to edit that, but no way. Still trying to figure that out if Apple's gonna let us do that stuff. But anyways, um I could, I, you know, it just sounds like something's loose. Now, if you've got a semi hollow body or a hollow body, the idea of getting into the electronics to fix something is the last thing I can think of wanting to do. I love working on guitars and I love tinkering. And that is just a mess I do not want to tango with anytime soon. Um, and I, I've looked in there with a flashlight so many times. I've 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 done everything. I'm like, what is this making this noise? And I think I found it. 
Fortunately, it's not the electronics. On the Tunematic Bridge uh, that we're all very familiar with, there is a like a uh, a long like almost like cotter pin that goes over the top of oh, the screws. Yeah, yeah. To hold them in, I guess. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know, know where what going. that thing is for. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. Um, and I believe because I I've. I, I'll, I'll hit it and it's only on certain it's weird because it's only it feels like it only happens on certain frequencies hmm. so there's a there's a a certain string like nope 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 yep 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 right so um let's see g g and b tend to really make it buzz i don't know why um and so i'm hitting it i'm listening i'm listening and then i I grab a screwdriver and I hit it and I put the screwdriver on the on that pin and it stopped. And I was like, you dirty little... <laughs> like this has been plaguing me for years and I've thought it was always the electronics. Hmm. And I've just said, well, I'm not getting, I'm just going to not pay attention to it. But I think I figured it out. So Enter I'm going to... I'm going to... What? Enter the chewing gum. Enter the chewing gum. Um, no, actually, I think I've, I've always toyed around with the idea of getting a, a, a roller bridge for that it's just that it's does it have a safety huh no no it's just a uh stop tail um and uh but I've, i think i'm gonna get a like a a roller bridge i was looking at um a couple different ones where did they go um let's see i spent so much time as a young oh shit yeah 15 year old Yep, like Stuart a Shaler roller bridge. Oh, yeah. So I went to Stu Mac, and there's a, they got a couple different kinds, um, but the uh, they make a lot of them down there. Yeah, the, I like that. This I'm looking at a, a locking roller bridge right now, which is kind of cool. It's hmm. got it's got the um, so the saddles. I guess I was like, why is this a locking bridge? Um, it. The difference between the Shaler one and this one or Schaller, what is it? Shaler or Schaller? Let's have a fight on that. What is it? Schaller. 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 So on the Schaller bridge, the actual rollers. This are is the thing the strings, the strings pass over. That's right. At, so by your hand. Right. So instead of having the um, the wedge, uh, the wedge inset on the bridge. Um, there's a, a little roller. Uh, so what I've heard about that too, is that, that it, it is helpful for the sustain. Um, I guess that's debatable, but if you have a really like on my SG, the angle from that, from the tunematic bridge to the stop tail is really severe. I mean, to the point where the strings are almost touching the back of the tunematic, uh, right? Huh. So, this supposedly it would help out with something like that, um, but it, it certainly wouldn't create a point for you know possible breakage or anything. Because I mean, if you think about it, Around, yeah, you've got all that tension basically going on a on a edge, a knife yeah, edge, right? I mean, I'm surprised guitar strings don't break more often right. than they do. To be honest, Stumac has a really cool tunematic bridge. I, I don't know what it's called, but it's. It's like a really obtuse angle. It's super, super thick and wide. And uh, oh, what's it called? It, I might just be thinking of a prototype. 
because when I was when I lived in Athens, like you would see all sorts of weird stuff floating around of like this is something that Stu Mac made but didn't decide to market. I can't remember. Are you sure it's a that's a roller bridge or just a, no? It's not a roller bridge. It is, okay, it is a yeah, because though. So let's see. Was I think was it was it PV or Ibanez that work? Well, okay, no PRS. Sorry, we, I just named three different brands. <laughs> there was a. Uh, proprietary bridge that was it's like a fixed bridge there's a fixed uh it's a fixed yeah and so you would you you didn't have to intonate it um what i had it on one of my old guitars i wish i could remember which one that was but i thought that was actually kind of cool and i think i've seen one on here that is similar to that the one i saw was definitely fixed because the prs has a has a fixed uh uh, uh, intonated tailpiece, right? I think so. Now we got to look at that. I'm going to sound like an idiot here. Um, I mean, some of them, not all of them, obviously. But uh, yeah, I don't see it on their website. You don't see that? No. Hmm. What am I thinking of? It might have been. I think it was on Les Paul Junior's had them. And it was like a bridge and a tailpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's intonated and grooved, and yeah. it's like so you're not going to mess it up. Because I had an Ibanez that actually had that, and um, it was a S uh, S Z or S Z three twenty, I think it was, um, and it was basically a Paul Reed Smith like copy. Um, so I'm wondering if that's where they picked that up. Um, anyways, I know Ibanez has had quite a few uh, proprietary little nuggets that they put on guitars and try them out but one of the first guitars i ever wanted to buy when i was uh 12 years old was an ibanez that was made of acrylic oh yeah and it had a, had a handle built into it yeah i was like oh how that handle looks so useful <laughs> i feel like i would use that <laughs> that feature alone i ended up getting an electra that had uh two humbuckers and a single coil in the middle and push-pull knobs so you could do coil tapping and i was right so paul uh the prs paul reed smith uh stop tail um so it's an intonated stop tail um and uh let's see it'll fit the mccarty the custom 22 custom 24 swamp ash special single cut and other usa made prs guitars guys i forgot to tell you I bought cookies. Macaroons? What? You, you brought macaroons? I brought this macaroons. pinkies up, brother. Oh. For us to, for us That's to eat. That's awesome. Yeah, I, don't, I mean... I don't well, let's just put them right there right yeah. now. Um, Why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can eat them, I suppose. Um, so anyways, yeah. So that was like... Now I'm on, this, on the search for this thing because I was playing yesterday and um, I couldn't pay attention to the sweet sounds of my box because... Was just making life sucky. Oh, so dramatic. All right. The only issue with getting like a replacement part, anybody that's got an Epiphone knows the replacement parts for Epiphones are one of the most frustrating things to uh, to to get that fit properly. You think, well, it's, you know, it's, it's a Gibson-ish thing, right? <laughs> nope. Nope, the Gibson stuff is rarely ever fits right. Um, 
I mean, even to the screws. I've, I've tried to get replacement screws. Uh, recently, uh, rebuilt a, um, uh, 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 an Epiphone Custom, uh, Les Paul, and the, the guy that I got it off of just completely ruined this thing. Like, he took off all the cool hardware and put, like, he put white pickup mounts on yeah. on a black beauty basically uh, and a I'm white pixar disgust yeah off and I'm, I'm like what are you doing um you know the did nerd, a couple other really bad some things people? can we throw yeah. some more arrested development let's get as many for the rest of this as many arrested development references that's as possible that's a tall order come on <laughs> <laughs> hello michael <laughs> um that's pretty good yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> convincing goodbye michael um. <laughs> anyways, so uh, just even the search for these, uh, for the um, mount, the the actual pickup mounts, but then the the adjustment screws to you know raise or, or lower the the actual pickup. That's tough. They explode when you take those apart. Oh my gosh, it's awful. And the guys, the guy, I don't know what he was using. He was using like a, a shovel to get these screws out previously. <laughs> so I basically had to replace. Or fix all the hardware on the guitar. I mean, everything. Hmm. Every single st- screw was stripped. Um, and uh, I, I, mean, I, I tried so many different places to, to find the right screws. And, and ultimately, I had to go to the hardware store. Um, and it still didn't really, truly work right. But Side note for uh, our part of north of Columbus, Ohio. Been there. Roush? No. Roush. Well, there's a Roush in uh, West or in Worthington as well. Roush Hardware, which is a do-it-best hardware. Oh yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They they actually pointed me there. They have the widest selection of yeah. small screws ever. I mean, they honestly must have 250 different types of teeny tiny screws. Crazy. Um, yeah, I was thinking of uh, the, the Guitar Parts uh, Center. I think it was like Guitar Parts online. I online been here before. Ooh, look yeah. at that dragon. That's um, fierce. This is the one. I think this is the one that they just changed the name of. Is it the uh, Guitar Parts Source? I think it Shoot. was Guitar Parts Offline before. Was it offline? <laughs> they upgraded. Um, you know what I'm talking about, though. It's up by... Um, no. Oh. This is a local place? Yeah. Here in Columbus, Ohio. Let's see here. No, so they must. They I know that they took on a new ownership, and I wonder if they have actually changed it completely. Guitar parts online. Guitar, anyways. Um, it's uh, it's a place that uh, I, I stumbled upon. Actually, hmm. it's it. They supply they supply <laughs> you, you a lot of the place. I know I can do it. <laughs> I'm 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 trying to steer and talk at the same time. That's why we're missing the Ministry of Information. Yeah. I can't do both at the same time. <laughs> Damn it! You made a huge tiny mistake. Uh, anyways, point being, all right. I'm gonna get back to this. Point being, <laughs> Bring trying to buy things for an Epiphone can be real troublesome, um, and uh, the idea of shucking out a whole bunch of dollars, waiting for it to get shipped, if it's not on Amazon. Um, and it not sitting right uh, is got me. It's just it's making me anxious. You know, it's what making you me do? anxious. Just buy a new Epiphone. That's 
That's the second terrible idea you had today. You mean, oh, you mean like a second one? I, I'd get behind an that. Additional. An additional oh, one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I can get behind that, but I'm not going to replace it. No, I, who said anything about replacing? Well, I got to fix it still, man. I've always wanted to get no, sort of like put a shared like a casino from the 60s, oh, like Epiphone. Yeah. When I was uh, at in college, one of my friends had a 1963 Gibson double cutaway, like 333. It said P90s on it. Wow. 325 or whatever they're called. It was amaze balls. Yeah. Is that is that the one with the, t- the tone knob on it? The uh, the chicken head tone knob? Um, yeah. I think it, it... Well, no, that one didn't have one, but it was a, a similar model. And then uh, he had this amazing super twin reverb with four... Whoa. 10-inch speakers in it, this Fender Super Twin. Dang. But it had not had any work done to it since the 60s. Yeah, there it is. Epiphone. It was the Epiphone Casino. Yeah. But it was the Gibson Casino from the early 60s. Okay, right. So basically the same thing. But he, his amp wasn't grounded, and I was in his studio one time by myself late at night, strumming along and playing and singing into this microphone, which was grounded. But the amp was not grounded, and I electrocuted my mouth. Oh, that, <laughs> is, that is the worst. Very I've done that hard. so many times. It's the highest note I've ever hit in my life. <laughs> wow. Um, that sounds And my favorite awful. guitar I've ever awful. played. Yeah, it's, it mm. is awful. You said it was a 65? Something like that, but it was a Gibson. Yeah, P90s? Yep, that's it right there. The Epiphone Elitis 65 Casino 2014. Uh, yeah. It was red. Uh, cherry. Sure. It's a sort of like... It was like basically scro- what <clears throat> Marty McFly up. played in the year 1955. Right. Now, was it the casino with the, with the uh, uh, offset trapeze? Uh, yes, or, it was. Or they had a trapeze. But, so the casinos... Let's see. Well, did it have a trapeze? Well, it definitely I, had a trapeze. I think it had but a trapeze. You can get the casino off. Also comes with the. Uh, um, I, I could be wrong, but it comes with a um, uh, an offset trapeze too. Mm. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure That's that I've right seen there. them. We're looking at pictures on the internet. The red one, yeah, the black background. Mm. What? Maybe the it's the Riviera. The 90s. Maybe the Riviera comes with the. Uh, yeah, maybe that's it. Let me see. The uh, thing is so sweet. It addicted me to P90s. Yep, yeah. The Riviera has got the um, uh, offset trapeze on it. Oh well, no, no. Okay, I see that now. The op- it did not have the offset trapeze. Right. So well, yeah. because you're talking about um, a casino, not a Riviera. Got it. Um, it was delightful. That's neato. It was so much fun to play. I dig that. Like channeled the holy spirit when you'd strum it it was amazing dude i, I mean a, a, a semi-hollow body guitar specifically i'm not saying all hollow body guitars it does um, something but yeah man this this the semi-hollow body because it's it just fits so well it just feels so good when you're when you're you know the the size of the body and the, the yeah. depth of the body and everything and it punches you, you're you hearing bit. that chime yeah you're getting a little bit of acoustic but it's not a billowy one, like a full hollow body, and your arms not all jacked up because it's hanging out, right? Like you're playing a dreadnought or something, and, and you physically feel it still. Yeah, you know? mm. yeah. I miss that. Thanks, guitar. Peter Frampton. Um, okay, so hey, let's get on to our topic of the week. How exciting! So we did Warmoth builds. 
always fun. Yeah. Uh, we each did a Warmoth build. And we're going to talk about those real quick. Okay. Rochambeau for who goes first. Aaron, you win. <laughs> so I don't know how to use the internet. What? And, um, well, you, you've seen what I've sent you, right? Yeah. You sent me. So and for those listening who can't see what Aaron sent me, um, he basically saved the page, the web page, and sent it to me, but it sent every piece of the page yeah. and all the code. So I don't know what you built, so you're going to have to walk us through it. You can't open the HTML? It didn't have relative length. Yeah, it's it's got... You open that up, and then you click... No, you click on... Yeah. Oh, hey, it worked. It did have relative length. Well, but here's the problem. It wasn't black. So I mean, it should have been. That looks kick I know, ass. It's not, it's not... Yeah, what bad. happened here? All right. So what I built, uh, I started with the jazz caster body. Um, Should well, we explain what you can do in warmoth.com? Yeah, let's oh, talk about yeah. it real quick. Let's, so let's, for those who don't know, warmoth.com, uh, warmoth, moth, warmoth, warmoth.com. <laughs> um, famous for their necks, but they also will set you up with a fully custom built guitar, essentially. So it's way better than freeoscar.com. <laughs> Um, you can go on and do a full build and choose whatever kind of body you want, customize it. So that's down to, I mean, they, you know, you can choose cavity body, non-cavity body, right, left-handed, the base wood, the, a myriad yeah, of the, different woods, laminates, a cacophony, a cacophony, oh, different words, yes. a gallimaufry, a gallimaufry, yeah, Whoa. a cavalcade <laughs> of wood species, many, <laughs> Um, and all the hardware and, and all the electronics and everything and your finish. It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Cause so, it, it gives you a graphic representation of the choices that you make. So it's like, right. it, you, and you're not married to it. You don't have to right. buy it. You can just go like, wow, I had that for today. <laughs> what a cool place to work. Maybe I would think, I would, yeah. yeah, we should call up a Warmoth person. Warmoth. I, one of my good friends when I was in college worked at Stu Mac and he would get stuff all the time and give it to me. That's cool. It was awesome. Dang. I still have a neck and a body. A really? A telly in my basement that I haven't finished. Man, you got to get on that. From 10 years get ago. Some tongue oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I need to sand off the crappy finish I tried to do and do some, and do some tongue oil. Hey, I got some tips on, on spray painting. I was going to uh, say, rainbow towel, yeah, towel, flames. <laughs> towel gets some flames put on that for mm. you. Okay, so anyways, walk us through what you did here. So. All right, so I started with the jazz caster body. So mm-hmm. uh, just like the shape of those. For whatever reason, it's those are that's different. Yeah, it's different without being like, "Ooh, look how wild I am." Yeah, because right? you don't want to be that. No, I have a flying V, and that's what that's for. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see some of the uh, we have a nice black Karina core with the zebra wood laminate. So the zebra wood has a sort of that nice. Uh, veiny texture and uh just keep going just keep going it's like talking to th- third graders <laughs> i looked over yeah. chris like, oh, all right stripey it's veiny. all stripey do you like that oh, man. okay it's terrible um so the laminate is that so you know the the idea was to put like a translucent burst on it so i put a blue burst on it um 
So your veiny wood has yeah, the blue so <laughs> Don't make me laugh, my chest hurts. Yeah, Todd, Todd's got pleurisy. Oh, man. Wow. That was such a great opportunity. So good. So, okay. Can I, can I you get back yeah, to it? Go All for right. it. I apologize. <laughs> so I have uh, opted for two pickups on it. Uh, so at the neck, we got a nice little telly. Um, Is that an active pickup? Yes. The, the hot rails? So you, cho- you chose... Um, cool. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Looks like an active pickup. Well, yeah, there, there's... We're going to post these on the Facebook group so yeah, y'all so can see, too. A little visual reference, but... Um, <laughs> that is one funky guitar, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> with uh, I, with the uh, white... Uh, white Proloid. Proloid. Mm-hmm. Right. Pick guard. Okay. Um, so we got the switch plate. Looks like a... Telecaster, telecaster. switch plate. Uh, and then... A, Three position. Yep, Floyd Rose tremolo, <laughs> which looks so. Because why not? <laughs> With an extra wide, it's a, it's, a, uh, it's an offset Fender like vintage classic yeah. with EMG active pickups yep. and a Floyd Rose. It looks like if Darth Vader walked by and saw that, <laughs> that he would stop and say, "Shit, dude!" You know that's sweet. Yeah, Darth Vader would love this. Well, I mean, yeah. it's you know things that you never see put together. You can, right, that's the beauty of Warmoth. It's Indeed. like, oh, yeah, true. I can do this thing to it. So, um, yeah. I think you're gonna really laugh when you see the one that I get in. I I'm excited, not for for a different reason. But go ahead, keep going. So, what'd you do for the? So you got black hardware on there, nickel hardware, chrome, chrome hardware. All right, I'm. I'm a man of chrome. I was running out of metals. <laughs> so you got platinum. I would go vandium. What about um, what about what'd you do with the neck? I didn't get as far with the neck because here's the thing. Just so you guys know. So, so make a neck right now. All right. So like, what are you going to do? You're going to do... I feel like it should be a rosewood neck of some sort. Okay. But, um, what about um, your headstock? I, I, that's I. I would probably just. Can you do a violin headstock? That's, uh, <laughs> like, um, that'd be kind of awesome. I do the oh, CBS like, uh, Stratocaster because Burns guitars. Those are weird. I haven't seen this. Burns guitars are rad, but mm. uh, sometimes the headstocks on. But are they waterproof? <laughs> um, yeah, a CBS Stratocaster. All right, because I. I just like the uh, over exaggeration of the, the the that Fender headstock, you know. Yeah. Um, I used to have a guitar with one of those, and it, it was a uh, it's called a Starburst body. It's a K. Mm. So oh yeah. Sort of an Explorer, sort of a Flying V. Yeah. And Interesting. I, I sold it to the gentleman that owns Tiger Tree. Really. It was teal, sparkly teal. That's Ooh. crazy. I've seen a couple of those come up. It on, was it was online, wild. Actually, yeah, the Starburst. The, anyways, okay. Yeah. So rosewood. Well, I, fretboard. I, I feel like it should be rosewood, but just because it's different, I would put. Um, oh my brain! Flame maple. <laughs> yeah, let's go with All that. All right, flame maple. Yeah. And what kind of inlays? Um, I want flowers. Don't say crossbones. Don't say crossbones. Flowers. Flowers. <laughs> I don't. Do they have flowers? I I, I would oh, make brother. it happen. 
Okay. So you, so, so you got to, okay, no, I got you. I mean, you. honestly, I, I would just keep it simple dots. Okay, simple dots. Yeah. What if you did Stormtrooper Perloid inlays? Okay. Somebody's got to have Stormtrooper helmets. That would be actually kind That of would be. Neato. But small, cool. so it's not like, oh, look. Yeah. At yeah. You'd be like, wait a minute. Are yeah. those Stormtroopers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess they On are. one of my guitars, which I'll talk about at some other point, I suppose, um, when I got it, it had, you know, the, you know, they sell the stickers that essentially are uh, your, your inlays. So you can like customize your inlays. I mean, it's really just a sticker, but they've done it in a nice way to where it, you know, fits with the frets and everything. And I didn't even notice it uh, until I got home and started playing it. And I looked down because I typically am not way up at like the 20th fret or something. And, and I was like, oh, will you look at that? And it was a tiny little perloid skull. I just left it on. I was like, ah, that's kind of cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, I certainly wouldn't do that to an entire neck, but I thought, yeah, one, that's it's unique to the guitar. It's been buddies for a while. So what did you do, Chris? I did... Um, Chris Graham. Chris Graham. Um, I did... Can you just start I'm referring gonna... to yourself in the third person? Chris Graham did... Uh, Chris Graham did this. <laughs> I did a pretty sweet, uh, kind of acoustic-y looking one. It has P90s. It is a Telecaster. It is a thin line with a semi-hollow body. And uh, I just think rosewood is the most beautiful thing in the entire it world. It is. Me lovey. Lovey, lovey, lovey. The Corderson Rosewood. So it's book matched down mm-hmm. the center, like a Ooh, like the back of a really nice acoustic guitar. So I did that on the top. Um, and uh, mahogany in the back because I figured mahogany and rosewood kind of kind of buddies slash nemesis in the acoustic guitar world mm. it's usually one or the other and then uh definitely bird's eye maple neck but a baritone neck whoa yeah, yeah. man that's a funky monkey you build there brother baritones are sweet they are so especially in telly form yeah. mm-hmm. interesting with p90 dual p90s uh my so my Main electric guitar at home is a Les Paul double cutaway TV yellow. It's like the Les Paul special reissue type yeah. thing. Yeah, and I uh, like that. It's awesome. It's got P90s, and I did the um, a couple mods to it that I would do to this one too. Um, one is uh, one of the pots is push pull, so that you can do um, in phase out of phase with mm-hmm. the two P90s. That gives a lot of variety, and it, it's weird. Wow, <laughs> that was amazing. What no one knows that? what that noise was. It was yeah. a small whale, but uh, you can use the two volume knobs to get a crap ton of different tones. Because as one pickup gets louder, uh, its relation to the other pickup causes some. I don't. I don't understand it. I'm a mastering engineer. I don't have any idea what's going on. But it, you know, if you have them both full blast, it's a pretty bright, clear sound. If you have one of them turned down just the right amount, it gets really bassy. Wow. And sweet sounding. And then I have the, um, there's a really cool guitar parts slash tube amp modification website called Torres Engineering. And they have a uh, mid range cut mod that you can do to one of your tone knobs. So mine has the four volume knobs, two volume knobs, two tone knobs. And on my two P90s, and I do the same on this. There's uh, one is a, is a normal uh, master tone, 
and the other is a master mid cut. So the mid cut's so useful because uh, I I play a Princeton Reverb um, sixty four, <laughs> and uh, Goodyear. It's a good year, pre CBS, and uh, but it doesn't have a mid uh, volume control or mid EQ on it, so you, that really limits the variety of tones you can do. So with this, I can just grab it and pull it back, and I can be real glassy and jazzy, or super grungy and dirty and wild, man. I likes it. Um, one of the things I'm gonna uh, I want to start doing in the future is bringing in a. We'll do a show until we gotta have enough guitars. Like we can show and tell for a long time. Um, so maybe like, maybe maybe that'll be the first entry into our show and tell. Oh, fine. Um, Excuse me. So it looks like you did Pearl uh, binding on yes. this too. Right. Yeah, dude. sort of a Martin D45 Sheesh. looking thingy there. This yeah. one would certainly sound really interesting. You've got a lot of things that create very distinct variables. Well, and like I said last week, I think unique is better than good. Mm. Different is better than good. I like being weird. Yeah, I can dig that. Amen, brother. All right. So, hey, Todd. Yeah. Let's see your. Whoa. Oh, man. That thing's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I mentioned that, you know, we were talking about last week, we were talking about, um, our favorite finishes and it looks like it was made from the bone of a Leviathan. It might have been, (laughs) I don't know which bone, but, um, I, I, I like a tuck. I, I'm a fan of the tuxedo style, you know, the, 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 Mm -hmm. the custom. And, um, so I did a jazz master body. Um, I used a maple back. And a flamed, uh, yeah, no, quilted maple uh, veneer mm-hmm. with a with a black dye on it. Yeah, that's it looks really wicked. That's sexy time. Um, now to keep it classy, uh, I so this is this is also this is a split jazz master, right? So it kind of has that firebird yeah. thing going on a little bit. So there's the the center portion uh, where the pickups are. Uh, that center portion is cut out. So it's a two-piece pickup guard. The pickup guard that I chose was um, natural white uh, uh, perloid. So it's not the Arctic white. It has a little like that vintage age to it, which goes well with gold hardware. Oh. So not everything's gold, just a couple little things yeah, are gold. The, right? So the toggle switch right. is gold with a white knob. Um, the... Uh, the strap, the strap locks are gold. The input jack is gold. Um, it has the standard Jazzmaster bridge and tremolo system. Um, I went with a, um, a, a P9, just a regular Jazzmaster P90 on the back for the for the bridge, and for the neck, went for a, a Duncan uh, uh, mini humbucker. <laughs> I love mini humbuckers. I dig them. Um, and then which the is, nut it the, looks hilarious on that guitar. It, well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's kind of a, cause they put the big Seymour Duncan there. Like in re, reality, I think that would actually look really, really cool, but that's just me. Um, and then on the, for the knobs, um, I did, I like the idea of mixing up the sizes and knobs. I have that on one of my other guitars. Um, so I went for a, a, a large jazz bass knob. For the volume and then two 
uh, smaller jazz bass knobs for the tone controls. Mm. Um, so I have a single volume and two tones. And then the neck, um, I'm trying to pull that up. Um, I, I just did a, I did a telly neck. So telly headstock. Interesting. Okay. I'm, I love the telly headstocks. You do. Um, and uh, so I went with a telly headstock style, but with an ebony board. And mm. let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Ebony board, and I did um, uh, the the inlays are. I think I went for tra- yeah. I went for perloid trapezoid inlays, which looks super class A, maybe. Yeah, um, there it is up there. So imagine a. Uh, 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 Gibson Custom yep. style neck, but with a Tele headstock on there. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we've done some funky guitars, but I think that would look that would look so tight with that guitar, right? I mean, that would that would fit proper. Mm-hmm. That would look really beautiful uh, with ebony, not rosewood, yeah. ebony neck, right? And the same color, yeah, proloid inlay. Yeah, man. Okay, give that to me all day long. I think that'd be badass. Um, so that was super fun. So we'll do a whole bunch more of those. Um, and that's a cool thing because you can make all kinds and you don't have to pay for them. Cause if I did, that would be a pretty expensive guitar. Yeah, I think mine I, was rounding out around 1300. Yeah. I think the body alone on mine was about 1300. Yeah. It's crazy time. Yeah. Um, we got a couple minutes left. We'll wrap, we'll wrap up with, um, our top four, mm-hmm. um, our favoriteest. Favoritist, favoritist segments, um, and that is. I know it sounds kind of goofy because it's, it's not a big like ta da, but it, think about how much time we spend figuring out which one is right and how much, how many we've gone through, right? Probably don't ne- do it nearly as much, uh, or do it. You do it a whole lot more than you do with strings usually, obviously, but their strings are more expensive, but. So, top picks or plectrums. Mm-hmm. What is your plectrum pick? If you're in, plectrum, if you're in the UK, pick of choice and why? Chris Graham. Uh, are we doing four? Nope, uh, just one. Just one. Oh man! Like well, what, what? What have you? What have you? Well, the, if I if I have to do just one, it is the um, it is the point five uh, millimeter. Red Dunlop Tortex. Ooh. All day long for the rest of my life. Interesting. I love and that why? Thing. Because it snaps back at just the right speed. So I, I like to play kind of a flat picking style as I'm strumming. Uh-huh. And um, the pick needs to be thin enough to be able to move quickly as I'm strumming. But... Thick enough that it snaps back yep. with the yep. right speed. Right. And I find that the Dunlop Tortex is the perfect combination of snappiness and thinness. Interesting. I love it. I can get I can get behind that, man. Yeah. Um Yes, sir. Uh I too am in the Tortex family. Um my typical one is the one millimeter um for heavy strumming. I just like beating the shit out of strings. Yeah, and I feel like a thicker pick like that will do it. 
However, the other size or weight, if you will, that I have that I use fairly often is also the point five millimeter. Great pick. So yes, Dude, that is a thin pick. Yeah, it, but it feels good. It does. It's a good. It's got a nice kind of chalky texture. Yeah, to I, it that's too. what I love about yeah. it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I sweat for yeah, no you, reason. Yeah, you do. I do. Um, sweaty. Sometimes so, I sweat for reasons. Yeah, <laughs> and no reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like I, I never, I never drop those things. This is true. So I was in a camp of using, um, uh, I, I w- went through loads and loads of picks like usual, like we all do. And I tore it, tore it around with the Dunlops. Um, yeah, but I always ended up having to like cut, you know, like oh. s- kind of score my picks or something. Yeah. Um, cause I play pretty hard, um, and picks go flying and uh, so I landed on my f- the, my pick of choice for the last couple of years, which has been the Snarling Dogs Brain Picks. And these have this really unique um, texture in... The website describes it as emery-like. Yeah, emery-like, which, I mean, it's... Um, it kind of has that same texture as uh, some when you know when you get a finer, uh, a more expensive outdoor apparel and like the little zipper things on it have those what really fine little knobs. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean um, you know I like have. you get like a, a good outdoor jacket and it's got the little tabs. Well, I don't, yeah, the little rubbery deal. Yeah, and, oh, and yeah. you're like, whoa, yeah. what is this? Yeah. How did they get this fine of a texture? So it has this like perfect. Um, perfect ratio of, of width of nub on on the actual uh, you know where you put your fingers mm-hmm. and it the minute I picked it up I was like whoa that's literally just sticking to my fingers this is fantastic so um, I'm trying I, to come up with a baby buster nub yeah but I got nothing <laughs> <laughs> um, I you typically use um, so I was using a one millimeter and that, so like when I'm doing like more punk stuff, I mean, really digging into my telly on that thing. But um, I actually backed off from that a little bit and went to the uh, black, which is the 88, uh, you know, 0.88 mil for some of the other stuff I'm doing, which like if I'm uh, doing like heavy strumming on my arch top or something, I uh, use the uh, 0.6 purple. But these are really great picks. I I I totally love them. I'm like buy them in bulk now. So, hmm. anyways, and they're more expe- for some reason they're more expensive, hmm. which is is weird. Like, well, if, it's the emery like gripping surface. It, it might mm-hmm. be for, and I don't know what a memory tip. Yeah, is. Yeah, I was just about right. to ask because I tell you what. Yeah, I'm. I grind these things down. Like, I the the memory tips. I don't understand that. I'll, I'm going to read this out loud on the website. Snarling dogs brain picks feature an emery-like gripping surface to prevent slipping and memory tips for accurate picking. Yeah, yeah. that is that is some serious marketing shit, like bullshenanigans right there. Because <laughs> those they grind down like any other one. But the thing memory is, tips. is that my, my picks don't go flying. So so there. Okay. Um. Anyways, all right. 
Thanks, knobs, for doing this today. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks, other knobs out there for listening. We totally appreciate you. Um, thanks for coming in on short notice, Chris. Yeah, my pleasure. Always and welcome. Thank you, Jay and Jeff, for the short notice of canceling on us today. Yeah, you dirty, rotten knobs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for these knobs. Please join us on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar knobs and tell us what you think and share your stories and guitar stuff along with ours. You can also find us at twitter.com forward slash guitar underscore knobs and also at our website at guitarknobs.podbean.com.